Welcome to Our Favorite Things podcast, hosted by your fave Nigerian best friend duo, Tiesa. And your girl, Mofi. Our show is a space for Black folks in the diaspora and at home to feel warm, seen, and informed through conversations about life, community, and a bit of social critique. Come for our faves, stay for the laughs. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Oh my god, it's been so long since I've said that. It's been so long. Happy to be back. Welcome if you're new here, if you're just finding us from this episode. If you're not, welcome back. We appreciate you and um, we have quite a bit to share with y'all today. So sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Mofi, what's up? How are you doing? How have you been? <laughs> I know how you've been. Hi. Doing. <laughs> Hi, people. I'm like, it's been so long since we did the podcast. I can't believe it's November mm-hmm. and we are recording a podcast or an episode of our fave pods. I'm yep. okay. I'm okay. I am kind of, I'm recovering from a little bit of a flu, which I feel like has just been recurring at this point that oh. every other week or every other month i should say yeah some intense flu yeah heavily highly relatable content it's very annoying i've been sick like four times this year literally like it's never it's never been like this so i'm so confused like me and you were talking about it the other day that you know is it like post covid because Normally, maybe one time in a year, I will get the flu. Maybe one time and maybe like zero. <laughs> yeah, right? And all of a sudden, it's like every other way, you're like scared, your throat is getting itchy, all of these things. It's so confusing to me. But that's pretty much where I've been or how I've been or how I'm doing right now. I guess we might get more into into more yes. details. Yes. Um, but... For now, as in as of this week or as of the past week, I'm doing okay. I've been chilling, been sick, trying to recover, but that's pretty much it. And it's fall right now in Canada, so fall. But like, also the weather is so weirdly warm. Warm, yeah. I was gonna ask you because all I see people talking about in places where it should be colder than it is right now is how it's so warm, and. Yeah, I mean, global warming, right? It's like every year we're just going to say the same thing, but it's kind of crazy. It's yeah, kind of it's crazy. concerning. Like, it even feels worse than before. Like, before I feel like we've had warm Novembers where we're like, oh, this is weird. But this one, over the weekend, it was like, for folks that use the Celsius, it was like 20-something degrees Celsius. And you're just like, are we going to die? Is the earth burning, essentially? Are you kidding? Yeah. Wow. No, it was very, it was wow. very, very weird. And I think, yeah, anyways, not, this is not a weather update, but it was just very odd. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, how are you? I am okay, guys. I'm doing well. I, like Mofi, I was actually starting to feel, well, Mofi is actually sick, so sending, you guys should send her good vibes. She can feel better. Uh, but I was starting to feel sick as well. And I'm sick and tired of it. I literally was just like, I'm not going to be sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I started to feel the itch in the back of my throat. And I was like, I'm not going to be sick. You know, like, this whole thing, like, guys, if you've not had COVID, like, count yourself lucky because there's really a good chance that having had COVID or there could be a chance that having had COVID makes you more susceptible to, like, upper respiratory tract infections. I've been sick so many times this year. I mean, I've also been traveling a lot, but still this is not my first day of traveling you know so anyway i am no longer feeling that way and i'm currently actually in alabama visiting my friend salem who's a friend of the podcast you guys have yes you guys have heard on the podcast yes and it is nice and warm i escaped the bay area and it's fall weather oh true it is hot like I don't know what it is in celsius but for folks that use fahrenheit it's like 80 degrees it's amazing um, do they yeah. does it get like do they get winter weather or like no, is it mostly really. like winter i don't think they atlanta. get winter they probably get fall weather yeah like atlanta oh. like miami we don't really get winter temperatures 
it's more like four attempts and it'll be like one week oh, interesting yeah yeah it's really cool it's really i'm cool. so jealous already jealous it should be <laughs> like i'm already jealous of folks that don't have to experience winter but yeah so where have we been because it's been, been a while since we recorded yeah. i think the last i don't even know when was the last episode we put out honestly i think we went on hiatus like towards the end of the summer mm-hmm. so maybe august maybe end of july i don't even know if we put an episode yeah out yeah yeah i think end of july sounds accurate and now it's november so where have we been how was your uh, summer yeah okay guys my summer was wild in a good way in that i was traveling a lot and mofi and i were actually going to go out let me myself but that was part of why we took hiatus usually we do take a hiatus every year if you've been listening to the podcast but this year we were just going to be in so many different places in different time zones and it was just going to be really difficult to kind of organize the podcast so we took a hiatus and a much longer one yeah i was traveling a lot this summer my friends got married in back-to-back months one of my friends got married in italy literally the following month my friend got married in ghana i went to lagos to visit my sister for her birthday i got to see mofi after not seeing her in like what two years yeah two years it was crazy um i was literally just hopping from country to country plane after plane so i spent a huge chunk of my summer traveling getting to be with my family, my loved ones, holding my friends' babies for the first time. Oh, my goodness. Like, my heart could really not take it. Like, not people who I grew up with having one-year-old kids. Like, it's to me. But, yeah, anyway, that was was really how I spent my summer, guys. Country home. You went to South Africa as well, no? I went to South Africa for work. And then I took some time off to go to Cape Town, well, to work remotely from Cape Town. Um, but you know what's good about working in a different time zone is that you have, like, South, Af- um, South Africa's ahead. So mm-hmm. I had the day, basically, to, like, explore Cape Town. I had never been to Cape Town. And it was just fantastic. Amazing wine, amazing views. Yeah, I've heard really good things really about Cape Town. Place. Yeah, on, Cape on Town, its beauty. Yeah, Cape Town is beautiful. Like you're just driving on the road, just a normal road. Maybe you're just driving to the grocery store, and you have these like insane views of the mountains. Like you can see Table Mountain, Lion's Head. They just have, it's just crazy. And then they also have sick ocean views. Oh really? It's just fantastic. I have to go back. Mofi, let's go back. <laughs> Take me let's back. Go. I've never even been, but like, I want to go. Let's go. So, yeah, I, if I had to count on my thing, on my two hands, how many cities I've been to just this year alone, like, I can't, I have to use, I have to count again. Like, it's definitely well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably Damn. at least 20 cities. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, if I average it out, I've traveled for every month of the year, which is probably my most heavily traveled year to date. Like, it's it's wild, but I had a blast. I had a blast, y'all. But when I came back and I could sleep in my bed... I was going to be like, any regrets? No regrets. No no regrets. I didn't like that I felt sick. Um, it was difficult sure. to work. Like, being on Pacific time zone, like working San Francisco hours, basically, and like working from Nigeria, working from Ghana, working from London, mm-hmm. it was kind of difficult to juggle that. So if I did say I had a regret, it would just be that I had a full-time job while I was traveling. And in the States, it's not like kind of other places like Europe or Nigeria, where there's like, you can get up to 30 days off. Bruh. I have max 12 days official you know every other thing could mm-hmm. be like maybe a sick day or a mental health day or something like it's it's rubbish mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah that's that's where i've been mofi where have you been how was your summer where have i been my summer also i guess i didn't travel as extensively as tsa did so i wasn't like 
world hopping from place <laughs> to place, that's for sure. <laughs> but I was in Nigeria in the summer, at least in in, Jul- in August. I was in Canada in like for the most of the summer, honestly, um, because Canada in Toronto is like for me is elite. Like if mm-hmm. I rather be anywhere in the world in the summer, I will actually yeah. pick being in Toronto. The You're vibes are just great. Not really, actually. No. Okay. Wow. Shout out to summers in Toronto. <laughs> Shout out to summers in Toronto. Like, I think that people need to experience it. Like, the vibes are, I mean, Toronto is expensive, but perhaps so you're spending money, like lots of money. But everyone is trying to be outside because we literally have a terrible winter. Um, people are doing things there's so much to do like sometimes they're just like please make it stop like can we just chill (laughs) there's one thing or the other like whatever you like I think you'll find it in the city so it's pretty pretty lit like yeah so I love I try not to like leave Canada over the summer because I love to experience it so I was here for the most part um I went to Nigeria as well. I was in Nigeria in August, which was it was alright. It was cool. It's always <laughs> nice being in Lagos. I love being yeah. in Lagos, so that was yeah. lit. As Tessa said, we got to reunite, which is also very exciting. We we thought we were going to podcast for you guys, but mm-hmm. as life will have it, there was no <laughs> podcasting involved <laughs> in Lagos. But yes, I was in Lagos. I'm trying to think if like if I did anything like exciting in lagos while i was there but i don't remember or i don't think so i was also going to ask if you like your favorite thing that your favorite summer activity that you did in toronto since you love summers in toronto (laughs) (laughs) what was my favorite summer activity honestly i'll just say pride like pride month literally is just like the best it's the best timing to have pride and this year's pride was lit so i would say that um i'm screaming (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'd say pride that's that's what's coming to my mind and just yeah anyways in lagos nothing much happened in lagos uh this time around was also a short trip well my cousin got my cousin did an introduction that was in lagos but that was really really nice like i went to portacos for the first time actually i'd never been to portacos before um so that was lovely it was really cute like love and you know just getting in your feels I was in my feels <laughs> and just feeling happy um so that happened and then I went to Nairobi so I was in Nairobi for the month of September which was also really really nice um Nairobi is so green I don't know if it's like compared to Lagos or just like in general, but it's such a green city that like when you even go to restaurants, like a lot of the restaurants have like greenery all around them. Like you just feel so engulfed in nature almost, which I love. I, love. I think that it's very intentional for them to pre- like preserve the ecosystem essentially on like <clears throat> Nigeria where it's like, what do you mean preserving ecosystem? What do you mean? What do you mean trees? What do you mean nature <laughs> and life? So that was really nice. I got to see my friend Chi, who's also a friend of the podcast. Um, I hadn't seen her in a minute since she left Canada. So that was really, really nice to just get time to hang out and spend time together and see other people, but also see like what life my fake one month life in Nairobi looks like. And I and I really enjoyed it. Like from time to time, I'm like, how do I get to go back and live in Nairobi as cough as an expat? Because these expat babes <laughs> yeah. be living their best lives. The dwellers, the dwellers <laughs> that they're making. Okay. Look, I've been I've been looking into it. Okay, I've been looking into it. <laughs> that expat life is kinda nice. Do I like I would say, though, that I was on TikTok this morning and I was watching a video about folks in Mexico, about Mexicans that live in Mexico City being very upset. Mostly I like white Americans, but just, yeah, but just like the fact that everybody, a lot of people are moving to Mexico because they're like, 
I can still earn my dollars and the rent is like a quarter of my rent in San Francisco or wherever. And it now makes life inhabitable for folks, like for lack of better word, but for for people that live there, like locals in quotes. Um, Yeah, so so there's also that. There's that because, yeah, you'll come, the experts will come and then there'll be services that now like want to cater to that and grocery mm-hmm. stores and restaurants and cafes and things like that that might also push other businesses and buildings out of the area that, that people used to be able to afford. So it's actually true. It it, it has its issues. It definitely comes with definitely issues it's worth like being conscious about, especially places like Mexico City. Like Mexico City is one of those big like digital nomads, mm. expats want to move to Mexico City Spanish is quite easily accessible in terms of like being able to like have access to resources to learn it right yeah but anyway so I was in Nairobi trying to think about like how can I finish being an expert <laughs> living in Nairobi does it, count? does it count it's not the same way you living in Nairobi is not the same thing as like why Americans move into Mexico City is it no it cannot be the same thing please look at be. the skin of my, co- my color of my skin <laughs> exactly. and all of the things that exactly. is causing me to do that. So it's not the same thing. I'm not like Sam that wants to go and live in Mexico City. No, Sam, bro. <laughs> but it was really nice. There's just something about, for me, always and always, there's something nice about just being on the continent and especially in like, I was going to say predominantly black spaces, but because some spaces get co-opted. It was interesting though, there's like, lots of white folks because there's many like headquarters for non-profits and stuff like that in Nairobi so you can see how much that has impacted at least certain parts of Nairobi that I saw like what's the influence of expats and foreigners mm-hmm. are doing in space in spaces like that mm-hmm. um but I had a great time like nightlife yeah. was nice there were some times that we went out though and we would see all these like young white kids that definitely their parents like are experts living there and you're just like why are you here like when why are we in the same space but like <laughs> it was a really nice it was a really nice experience i had fun yeah i would love to shout, go back shout out to the world we're living in right now not in general i just mean yeah <laughs> please i don't mean like it's a horrible place I mean, just like the opportunities that we're having now, I think, to kind of live our lives from different cities in the world, you know, like, what are the chances that before you'd be able to just live for four weeks in Nairobi and still have your job and still, you know, work and, yeah, I didn't yeah. before it would no, have I to f- be a whole thing, you know? No, like, definitely. I feel very grateful because I know that, for me, at least, it was intentional for me to find work that allows me to do this because I've worked other jobs that were very, like, very strict around, like, being outside of the country. So whatever I think about having the option of not being tied to Canada, I honestly feel very, very grateful because that was the only work because I know that I had to fight or, like, had to really hustle to get to this point that this can even be an option to be honest mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly and i definitely am in that headspace now where i want that as an option you know i want the option mm-hmm. to be able to work from anywhere i mean based on what i just said it seems like i have that option but that's not really <laughs> i mean my work is super flexible but it's really difficult versus i think if the work was remote in itself then the yeah the system is kind of different around how you work versus mm-hmm. me trying to turn a hybrid job into a remote one. I think it's kind of different. right. Yeah, yeah. No, those are entirely different things for sure. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we've been. That's what we've been up to. We got a chance to see each other. Tessa got a chance to like really travel the world. Like yeah. you, know, everybody, people were just everywhere this summer. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, and it's going to return over christmas i feel like people i think everybody will try and go like to nigeria and ghana Mm -hmm. those would be like the main the main draws for for christmas coming up so 
the topic or what we want to talk about today, which also then has connections to the podcast, is talking about letting go. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yo, I feel like, I don't know if it's me, but I feel like I've been on social media and all I see is, you know, letting go of what doesn't serve you or, you know, in the season of letting go, here's how to, or, you know, you have to walk away from people that you love to become stronger or stuff like that. Like, do you see that on your timeline or is it just me? Because I see everywhere. It's not just you. And let me tell you that I've taken it as a sign for a (laughs) number of things. (laughs) Like, Like, I am not ignoring those signs. I'm like, there's no way that I can keep seeing this all the time. And it doesn't mean something. Right. So, yeah, it's been everywhere. And I don't know, in some ways, I think I kind of appreciate it because I'm someone who finds it really hard to let go. I find it really hard to change. I find it really Mm. hard to just, like, step away. I'm like, okay, I've already adapted. I'm used to this thing. Is changing it really, is change really necessary? And a lot of times, like, letting go comes with a lot of change. Yeah. So how do you, how do you, because I, I'm the same way as well. Like I, I find it hard to let go of things. Like if I'm doing something or if I'm talking to somebody or if we're friends or whatever, I, I find myself always like going back to like the person or the situation. Cause I'm like, I've, I chose to do this for a certain reason. Yeah. You know, I can be committed to, yeah. Like I can be committed to making things work. So how do you know or how have you known when to be like, okay, yes, but yes, and this is also the time that this needs to be ended or this needs to be, you know, I need to separate from it. Oh my God, that's such a good question, but also a difficult one because I can't say that I've been good at knowing or even recognizing when it's time to let go. Um, But I think I'm seeing it in a specific aspect of my life right now, which is my career. And I've just been feeling really restless, you know. Like, and I've been feeling restless. Like my friends will tell you, most of the time, I've been feeling restless for a while. Like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I have been feeling like this for like a year, which just shows you how difficult it is for me to let go. Because yeah. I'm feeling this very strong, intense feeling of this is it. You need to like, you need to pull away. And for me, I don't get restless. I don't get, because I, again, like I said, when something is good, it's working, I'm in a situation like, I'm fine. I don't really get restless. I'm not looking for how to change where I live or where I work, all these big things, right? Mm -hmm. But so when I get restless for me, I think that's a huge sign, but I think I've often ignored it. And so, yeah, that's, that's my thing. I start getting restless. I start like not feeling, you know, just kind of that energy and that like motivation and that quote unquote spark that mm. I felt or I had, I've been feeling for the last couple of years. You start making excuses for why you're still there. And, you know, you just know it's, you should be going. But right. again, change is not always easy to do. So then you stay, right? Yeah. But how Oof. are you? <laughs> um, you know, for me, I, I as I said, it's something I really struggle with. And it's a season that I feel like I'm in right now when it comes to, like, letting go. And I'm also that person that I would like, I would keep trying, like, you know, there's ways to fix this. There's ways to work on it. Like there's ways to communicate through it um, and whatnot. But I guess what's really standing out for me is what you said around either like that spark, like the excitement that's attached to being in that situation, mm-hmm. it not existing anymore um on in some certain cases and then as well as just not like not feeling happy like you know not feeling connected yeah. to myself or my happiness mm-hmm. while I'm in that situation like I'm just finding mm-hmm. that it's no longer bringing joy in in yeah. the in the words of like Mary Kondo it's like it's not mm-hmm. it's just not bringing joy and it's not serving <laughs> me and I'm finding yeah. that I have to, like, I guess I, I'm finding that I'm not, I don't have a sense of what my needs are in those particular, like, in the context or in the moments. Like, I don't know why I'm still doing the certain thing. I'm just doing it and I'm just, just doing, doing it. it. 
Yeah. Right. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I'm like, okay, like the chapter in some way feels like it needs to close, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, right, exactly. And it's like, also like, have you, have you interrogated like why you're still doing it? Because like, yeah, you could just be doing it, but is the, like, when you now go back to it and it's like, okay, you're going back to your why, why did I start? Mm -hmm. Why am I still here? How are you answering those questions? And are you answering them in ways that say you need to let go? Are you answering them in ways that say, okay, you need to, you can continue on and like, you can innovate this or change this or do xyz but i think it's a delicate line to walk right like it's a delicate Mm -hmm. conversation to have because you know when do you what is there a thin isn't there a thin line i think between like letting go and like quitting i guess yeah with quitting kind of having a negative connotation in this sense because quitting is not always a negative thing but let's Mm -hmm. just say purposes of this conversation that there's letting go and then there's quitting with the idea that quitting is like you know you just you're just not trying hard enough. You're like, I don't really care. I don't want to give more of my time to this type of thing. Yeah. Um, without much care and without much thought. So, yeah, I think that's why I struggle. It's like, am I just quitting? Could I be doing better? Or mm-hmm. am I letting go with good reason? So yeah. Something else. Right? And, I, and, and that's the... For me, like, I guess what I'm sitting with right now is that the major benefit or the 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 pull when i'm in a situation where i'm like okay is this just quitting or am i letting go is that is it going to allow me to create space for something else Mm. and is there that thought of maybe either like excitement or joy that Mm. comes from when i think of what could potentially be on the other end and could that even just potentially look like expansion or more opportunities for me yes and that's where I feel more inclined to be like okay maybe like maybe I have gotten to the extent to which I can give in this chapter yes yes you know mm-hmm. that's a really good point wow me so, thinking of chapters in my life where I've gotten to the extent that I can give but <laughs> right you're like i just there's just nowhere else to go from here Mm -hmm. like i'm not sure what more can be done Mm -hmm. that's like that will be fulfilling anymore Mm -hmm. rather than if if there's more that can be done would it like would it be more to a detriment to my to myself Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent yeah. So with that, like, to not even, like, store any further, yeah. <laughs> it's like a breakup conversation. But I think yeah. that for a long time, like, Tessa and I have been talking about the podcast and, you know, perhaps reaching that point where we're like, is this where we let go? Like, you know, we've been doing the podcast for almost five years now, five years in 2022. and it's something that came from a place of like passion and excitement and and love and and so many things mm-hmm. and we've done it we've done it so much and and at least for me i can speak for myself and then tsa can for herself as well but we've done it so much that at least like, so I get into a point where I'm like, okay, and then what? Like, where is this going? Where are the next steps? Like, what? where's the growth? Where is the spark? Like, I still get excited, I guess. But I think what really stood out to me was when we were on hiatus and I wasn't thinking about the podcast. Like, maybe normally I would even think about it. But this time, like, it literally did not cross my mind yeah <laughs> I was like alright cool I was going cool. to say I feel like that was a big one for me but maybe an even bigger one for Mofi because maybe you guys don't know but Mofi is like basically the, like the, she's the creative director basically of this podcast and what I mean by that is that she tends to like come up with all of these ideas and like she'll text me even when we're on hiatus like should we do this when we come back should we do this should we experiment with this da 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 and we had absolutely no conversations about the podcast except to be like whoa like 
we did we haven't spoken about the podcast you know and i think yes we could have taken that to mean like a lot has happened and maybe we've just been really busy but it's like mm, there are other things that we were thinking about while we were busy right and this podcast is kind of like has been a significant part of our lives over the years so it mm-hmm. does say something that we weren't thinking about it right like the months were kind of just going and yes we would have come back but like you referenced before are we just doing it because we've always done it or like is there still this like passion and like you know deep excitement to really like grow and push and like innovate and like really stay in this space and we weren't sure if the answer to that was still yes mm-hmm I mean, where in the past it's been that it's been, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It felt like it had gotten to a point where it just plateaued. Like, like I just wasn't sure if even like the creativity, like it feels like my creativity for it has just mm. reached its mm. peak, mm. you know? Not necessarily my creativity for myself in general. Like, it feels like there's so much space for me to still be creative. Mm -hmm. But through the platform of my baby, like this baby, our faith pods, it just feels like this is it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, our baby is like almost five years old and it's now time to go to grade school. Like, you're like leaving the house. And so we're kind of just like, you know, I don't know, pushing it out there. And, you know, we're not going to be necessarily adding any more to it. But, like, it's just always there. Like, five years of episodes in our archives. Yeah. There for us to kind of go back to. And I think it's also five years of you and I, right? It's Mm -hmm. five years of just, like, our growth and our own, like, journeys and, like, evolving and development and just even the way we think and the way we have conversations with each other. I think this podcast has been a good kind of, like, capsule, has been a good time capsule, really, of that, of the last five years of our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody asked me recently, I was telling someone that, you know, we're thinking of ending the podcast and they're like, but, oh, my God, you know, what's going to happen to like not like what's going to happen to your friendship with TSA, but like you know this is <laughs> lol <laughs> but like you know like this is something like this is how you guys also come together and talk and stuff like that and honestly like i had said i'm quite excited for the podcast to end even for the purpose of our friendship because i also feel like when we started podcasting and obviously life has changed like again where that was five years ago so we were almost like 25 i guess yeah um yeah and now we're we're going to be turning 30 next year and so like we've grown as people life has gotten busier there's just so much that has gone on but i feel like then our friendship was just about us being friends and over the years it's like sometimes the only anchoring point because life is so busy the only time we before before we will get to talk is like okay we need to talk about the podcast i'll be like yo we haven't done this we haven't done that Mm -hmm. and more recently has been exciting to just text you like just because i want to talk to you and not necessarily because like yes i want to talk to you but let's maximize our time and do like the Mm -hmm. podcast and also talk at the same time you know what i mean same time a hundred percent i i totally agree i think obviously like you said we've gotten older so like back in the day we would facetime you know like just to facetime right like yes we have to talk about but like we'll be doing dishes i'll be doing my laundry like whatever and i kind of like I'm excited to get back to that a little bit. I feel like some of our FaceTime conversations more recently have kind of been that, like, yes, we have a lot to talk about, <laughs> but yeah. like, it's also just like, we can just talk. Like, you can just be making a car and we can just be talking on Saturday <laughs> morning, you know? Like, <laughs> like, it doesn't always have to feel like an agenda um, mm-hmm. each time. So I think same. I'm, I'm excited for, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm going to miss it though. Like here, like our faith pods was just where like all of my creativity went. Like it was just any dump, anything that was in my mind, anything that I wanted to talk about, any way, like anything Mm -hmm. was just like 
coming to use this as their outlet Mm -hmm. to get it out Mm -hmm. and it has it has just almost felt like an anchor for a really long time that the thought of it not being there to an extent I'm sad about it and maybe that's the point of like this whole concept of letting go that like bringing out my mic this this morning I was just like oh this mic oh this podcast interesting like I do not feel super like thrilled um so it, ha- it has almost felt like I've kind of let it go already yeah um yes. but at the same time like I think like when it does actually happen it's going to be like oh shit like this is not a thing anymore like yeah we actually don't podcast anymore you know yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be different when we actually, like, it's very different that, oh, we haven't just podcasted in a while. Because I think that has happened a few times where life just gets busy and we don't podcast. Mm -hmm. Versus the last episode we do of this final season, it's like, wow, we're never going to have to figure out a time to podcast. Yeah. Well, not in this format anyway, because who Mm -hmm. knows what might happen, right? But, like, not in this specific our faith pods formats like we're not gonna do those google docs with our faith pods planning on them oh my like, god it is going to be quite a bit to like let go of um but i think i like how we're choosing to do it i like that we're like kind of sending off the podcast with this mm-hmm. so i guess we can talk about that where like just to give you guys a sense of what to expect because it's not that we're just going to like you know just end and like you will never just see the podcast again Mm -hmm. but our intention is that we're going to do five episodes fingers crossed that's like Mm -hmm. if life goes the way we think it's going to go we want to do about yeah we're going to do about five episodes kind of just i guess this one is is taking you through our like the thoughts whatever um, and then we're going to have like some of our faves, you know, people that we've talked to over the past five years, essentially. Oh, wow. You know, I don't think about five years, five episodes, like, wow. I just thought about it now. <laughs> Let me not act like I thought about it before. <laughs> you know, um, have some people come join us. You know, we would play some games, which is like a staple in the way that we've podcasted over the many years um we will have some like real serious uh conversations we will do some chit chats we will do some memory lynch stuff because we like that stuff as well um yeah you know we'll just Tessa and I will just come on here and just talk so that's what we hope to do for the next couple of episodes and that's what y'all should expect in the next few months up until January January 2023 which is yes, when the final episode will be out. Yeah. And like, we just want you all to kind of just enjoy, right? Um, I mean, it, it'd be nice to like, I don't know, just have, I, I keep saying send off, but like, <laughs> it'd be nice to like have like a, like, feel like we're celebrating the podcast in these like final episodes, you know? So really looking yeah. forward to y'all's um tweets okay and sharing the episodes on instagram yes. mm-hmm. um and engaging with us as well like you know a lot of you we we share our personal instagram and twitters on every episode so we'd love for you to engage with us tell us how you're feeling about the podcast coming to an end you know yeah we want to hear from you basically yeah i want to say something um because for me, I feel like there was something that happened over the summer that really stuck with me. And Tessa doesn't know what I'm about to say, so it might catch everybody off guard. Um, Damn. Really stuck with me and really, um, I think partly was what contributed to me being able to release the podcast in a way. Um, so there was somebody that used to be a listener of the podcast that Tessa and I did not know, like personally, like this was not one of our friends. A lot of people that used to listen, that listen to the podcast are either like friends or family. And then some one-off like listeners, which I don't know how you guys actually find, (laughs) found the podcast or y'all listen. 
And there was somebody that used to listen to the podcast and his name was Iano Lua. And I, I think on Instagram was Timmy Top Timmy dancer and he passed away over the summer mm-hmm. and it was one of those where you know i was just on social media and just saw like you know rest in peace um yeah. to him and for a long time i think one of the core questions for me was like why do we do this podcast like you know we want we really wanted to increase our listeners we really wanted to engage with people and he was somebody that would listen, that would share, that would engage with us on on social media yeah. consistently. Very, very often, consistently. Yeah, yeah. You know, and from time to time, like we would like message or like check in or like say something. And he was also like a young queer Nigerian as well. So there's also that like personal connection um mm-hmm. to him and him mm-hmm. passing away. Even till now, sometimes I think about it and I'm just like, wow, it just feels. It feels so much like a shocker, and I can't mm. imagine for people that were his friends or like close to him and whatnot. Mm. So from time to time, I think about him, and I'm like, I hope you're really resting well and resting mm. in power. Mm. But that was the one person that I'm like, it felt like we were recording the podcast mm. for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so with him passing, it was just it felt like okay, like this chapter. Not like his death was the close of a chapter, but like yeah. for me at least, like it just felt like okay, there was one person that I wanted the podcast to reach, and that was the one I person. So I let's just kind of move on mm. from this chapter and see what else can happen through other creative avenues. So I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to dedicate mm-hmm. the work. I guess to him and like to so many other like young queer people that are just yeah. existing and yeah. living their lives and you know not knowing where life is going to take us and what those journeys would look like but I'm very grateful for people that have listened yeah and have you know shared their thoughts with us and have engaged mm-hmm. with us like two random strangers i guess and yeah that's the intention of doing this and also for tsa and i to just connect and talk yeah. so yeah. i wanted to share that and just you know thinking of him and praying that he just continues to rest well and mm-hmm. and his legacies in the many many ways that he had connected and i know he was also a creative so i just mm-hmm. hope that those things continue to to live and and yeah. exist but yeah. 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 Oh, that was very sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's all I have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, on letting go of things and of letting go of things that you know have also reached their time. Mm-hmm. This is where we start the farewell tour. I'm calling it a farewell. Season or a farewell tour, yeah. Farewell season, yeah. This is where we start the farewell season of our favorite things podcast. Thank you all for riding with us over these past couple of years, uh, through the growth and Mm -hmm. through all of the journeys that we've we've Mm -hmm. gone through. And thank you, TSA, for riding with me. Stop, it's just episode one. I'm not trying to cry. Stop. Me too. <laughs> but yeah. Myself. <laughs> oh my god. No. Like I think you guys hear it. Like this has been this has been like a as Mofi said, like an anchor in our friendship. And I know that it might sound a way like what like talking on the internet, but it's also a way, it's like another connection point for us and in many ways like we've gotten to talk about things that I don't know if necessarily we would have like had conversations about in our regular like day-to-day conversations and just like gotten to even deepen our relationship through that and like the collaboration that has been necessary the teamwork to like episodes out to y'all I could not have asked for a better partner but like I already knew that was going to happen when I said you let's do this like why don't we just go ahead and do this so yeah. yeah i appreciate you thanks for 
you know, helping me just kickstart this crazy creative journey. And <laughs> now, like, we're TM, like, trademark creatives out here. It was just from a whim of saying yes and doing things when people were not even podcasting like this. Like, we, we're OG podcasters, if we do we say so like, ourselves. How, how do we do this? We literally were figuring it out as we went along. And yeah. Well, if you were here from day one, like, shout out Aisha Mudibo, like... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, I said the real one. Podcast, okay, like when we didn't have mics and like we just kind of came with our energy and our conversations and hope that you guys would connect to us and we did. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Now to my favorite part of the podcast for <laughs> <laughs> for the first out of five times i guess five last times yes these are a few of our favorite things mofi take us away oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay i didn't know i was going to i didn't know this was going to be so emotional um yeah, I thought we were going to laugh, laugh, laugh our way through the last five episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Alright, so I guess, I don't know if everybody's watching, but Love is Blind um, is back. So there's a new season, season three of Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're watching as well, TSS. Mm-hmm. So. Unfortunately, unfortunately for me and my brain cells, I'm watching. <laughs> Yo, there's a Nigerian on there, so doing it for the culture doing it for dating and marrying a yoruba man you know <laughs> all of that stuff of course like the representation had to be like a yoruba man representation Yo, of as course, well of course from texas it from, doesn't get more nigerian than that <laughs> honestly like yep literally <laughs> So love is blind. I really enjoy it. I cannot wait. Like the final uh, episode comes out this week, the week the week that we're recording. So November week of November seventh, and every day I'm like, how is it on Wednesday? Like I need it to be Wednesday. <laughs> well, like, it's Wednesday that it comes out. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna have to watch it without my roommates because See. I don't even want to think that it's still there and I've not watched it. Do you get like not because it's so exciting? I just want it to be done. I don't want my life to continue and then love, 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 love is blind episodes so much. Yeah, I'm ready for the mess. I'm ready for the drama. Like I need to see things go down. Will there and be also... mess? Will there be drama? I need there to be adequate mess. I guess not as much. Yeah. But then there'll be the reunions. I also want to know what like I want to know the updates of like where Me people too. are at. Me too, because yeah. I try to stalk people on Instagram, but, like, very few people are giving things away. I've been so. getting some tea, though. I've been getting some tea via TikTok and Reddit. So, so why do you forward this tea? You oh, know, this I should. The only thing I'll I care you. about about the show is the tea. No, I will text show. you. Okay, I will text you something I saw this morning. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Okay, moving on is um Arista has a like deluxe album of her nineteen, I think, and under. I don't even know what the album is called actually. Nineteen and under that sounded weird. Nineteen and under, wow. Nineteen and dangerous. And there's some mm-hmm. new songs on there that I really, really, really like. Like okay. Bridgerton. Um Isn't Bridgerton old? Oh, is it old? Maybe it was old. Yeah, Bridgerton. No, Bridgerton is from the from the first release. Sorry, Screaming. Guys. Okay, oh, clearly exactly. I know it. <laughs> All right. So, like running with Loji. Yes. Um. Yes. Rush. There's also Rush. Like love Rush. Like yeah, everybody likes Rush. We know that. There's also Ashe that I really like. She performed it on Colors, but now she's mm-hmm. released it as well as part of the album. Yes. I really like that as well. Okay, those are my That's incredible. No, the babe is talented, one hundred percent. Very talented, and I do her back like fully. Mm-hmm. I, I love her. I love her. Yes, yes, love me some Ira Star. Mm-hmm. Um, Renaissance. Like I don't think we talked about Renaissance because was it out when was it out when we podcasted? Okay, I don't no, know what. I just I would like to not talk about Renaissance. Why? Um, being that I haven't actually listened to it. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. So if we can just um, cut this part out. <laughs> Are you 
serious. Okay, but here's my thing, guys. Albums are really, or listeners, albums are really tough for me. Albums are tough for me. And over the years, it's just gotten harder and harder for me to listen to an entire project. I have to be in the right headspace, or it has to be a Bonnie album. Like, it's one or the other. I'm not, it's really difficult for me. Like, so I'm still waiting for when I'm going to listen to Renaissance. I have heard like three songs off of it that I love, but I haven't sat down and listened to the album. So I don't want to even discuss it. I am <laughs> shocked. <laughs> For lack of better word, also I'm shocked that I did not know this as well. I guess, yeah, like that's what I was going to say. I'm shocked that you didn't already know, but I think you just assumed I had listened to it. But we haven't actually talked about any songs off of Renaissance. That is true. You just <laughs> assume that everybody has listened to Renaissance. That's just kind of where we're at in society and in the culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's Beyonce's internet, so I understand that. But so you don't feel left out. I'm definitely going to be one of those adults, right, that doesn't, like, I'm not up to date with things. It's just going to happen. I don't feel left out. I'm just like, I'm going to listen to it. I just watched Homecoming two days ago. No, last week or so. I just watched Homecoming. I hadn't seen it before then. And it was fantastic. But I didn't feel like, you know, oh, I was like not, you know, with the culture or whatever. But yeah. So I just think like when I do finally sit down to enjoy it, I'm going to have the time of my life. But I haven't gotten there yet. I <laughs> mean, this place is wild. I wish you guys could see it. I'm shocked. Anyways, Renaissance was like just a blessing from Beyonce because like literally, I would still play the album right now from start to finish. Like just yeah, like if I need I to. Care. If I need to put something on, like, and as each song comes on, I'm still hyped, like, yes. And especially now that you know it more, you're just like, I know what's about to come. <laughs> you shall listen to it because she's going on tour in summer 2023 and you do not want to be. That's really her business. I'm not going to Beyonce concerts. I love Beyonce. I so much love her, but I'm not going to Beyonce concerts. I just feel like she's just way too blown. And I don't, you know. I, unless I can sit like in some VIP box where I am not touching shoulders with the rest of the VIP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crowds actually stress me out. So this That's is not fair. even just me. Crowds, I, I do get, I don't know if it's claustrophobia. I don't want to put names mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. But crowds really do stress me out. I'm like my dad in that way. So yeah. That's I, fair. I, I like having space. Like I love outdoor concerts because like, yeah as far away from people as possible yeah so wow that's yeah, no that's go. very fair but am i going to go ah mm-hmm. uh, yes i i will really like if i don't go i'll be sad start saving your coins from now and be ready to your your finger needs to be on the is that the only part i can do i can't yeah. hustle i can't I hustle like hustling for concerts i can't i can't it just it just does not seem that necessary but Get somebody to hustle for you. Get somebody. Who yes, to exactly. And someone that loves Beyonce, that to them yeah. like is like life or death. Life or just death. add just my own me. ticket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the that is the strategy. I went to a Renaissance party this summer ish, and Ooh. it was lit. Like they played the album from start to finish. Mm. Like yeah. the energy in the in the audience in everybody is like 100 and if like that can happen without beyonce being there imagine I'm ready. what will happen with beyonce i'm I was ready watching homecoming like is this woman who no she's ridiculous you are unreal right now i had goosebumps watching homecoming i had yeah goosebumps all the way to the end beyonce is a woman dedicated to her craft okay yeah um, so it's just that, like, in a year from now, Tessa will never be talking about Renaissance, and now you have to, like, you have to be hyped with her, because you're talking about Homecoming right now, I'm like, I agree, I remember I watched Homecoming way too many times as well, listen to the album on repeat way too many, and I'm not, I'm, like, not even that much of a beehive, um, so... Yeah, that's what you get. You're my friend and you're just going to have to be as excited when I'm like, oh my God, plastic off the sofa. You're going to be like, yeah, I love plastic off the sofa. (laughs) I should have probably done, I don't know, anyways, anyways, enough. Last thing on my 
of my our fave things is this Yoruba movie that just came out on Netflix called Election Oba. Mm-hmm. Um, have you you've probably not seen it, but have you heard of it? I just watched it last night with Salem. Oh, you watched it. Yeah, yeah. I was There's like, I only shout out to, to Salem. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Salem. It's not for Salem. I wouldn't have watched it yesterday. And I may also not have watched it. Yeah. How was how did you how did you find it? Do you know we were talking about it at the end of the movie? And I was like, okay, I think I still like I'm still processing it. It mm. just like it happened and maybe it was just like over too quickly or i was trying to like wrap my head around like you know the story that they were trying to tell us because i just thought more was i was ready to sit down for like a two and a half hour movie and then it was just right over. so i think i was still processing it but what i will give i can immediately give thumbs up to the cinematography i think mm-hmm. the sets really really beautiful i don't know where they filmed that but it was gorgeous mm-hmm. i think the acting was just look i was really getting good acting like people were acting with everything in them okay like yeah. this faces shafi bello like damn mm-hmm. me yeah it was giving okay it yeah was giving. I but you thought it went quickly yeah i felt like i felt like the movie was over quickly I not see. necessarily that the pace was quick the pace was not mm-hmm. quick it was quite a slow pacing it was quite it slow was yeah just, yeah, it was just over. I guess I thought more was going to happen. But now right. that I'm sitting back and thinking about it, I'm like, I know the story that they were trying to tell. Yeah. I understand it. And I think that they told the story in the time that they had. So Yeah. I'm not mad. I'm not yeah. mad. Yeah. I agree you? with that. Too. I enjoyed it. Like I like that it wasn't too long because I need to still watch the other Yoruba movie. I forget what it's called again. Um Anikulapo. Anikulapo. And Anikulapo is too long for me. Time I'm like, oh. like this is it for the journey, but <laughs> I liked it. I liked I liked that it was quick. The message I think it was a play. I think so. They were they yeah, like so it was a remake of a play. Shanka, hey, no one oh Jesus. Um, thank <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just like that it was quick. I like that, you know, the, we know what the message is and like, just fuck what white people came and did in, um, in our communities and stuff because yeah. wow, yeah, that's just literally everything. And it was definitely giving play. Like it, you yes. know, it gives play and it gives Wally Wale and Cap. Why am I struggling to say Wally? Like what's in the world? What is going on? For crying out sake. Mm-mm, it's too much um so yeah it was definitely giving wally shankar play i think they captured the essence of it you know just mm-hmm. like, i liked it i liked it would i yeah. watch it again i don't know about that but like i liked it mm. yeah sure yeah. okay that's okay. it for my fifth things all right, my faith things are going to be really quick. As usual, you guys know, like, I'm just... Well, this one, I'm actually not late on, but it is old news, and that's Ashake's album. And I'm bringing yes. it up because I kid you not, Mofi. It's either I play one song from that album or I play the whole album every day. That so you can is... listen to Ashake and you can listen to Beyonce. Okay, I need to listen to some shit. <laughs> I'm asking all the right questions because I'm sure people would have been wondering the same thing. I shouldn't have brought up another album. Anyway, Ashaka's album is also like seven, eight songs. Yes, yeah, 30 minutes, literally, yeah, which is amazing. I literally listened to it on my way to the airport and there was mm. traffic. So I was just like, okay, let me listen to it. And I'm like, whoa. I love that album. I love that album. I like Ashaka's vibe. I mean, I don't know him as a person, but every time he stands in front of a camera, I just get excited in ways I did not get excited. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. I, I really love his run. I love what he's doing, what he's getting to do for himself. I hope he's here. I hope he has longevity. I that album so is too. fire. The from Joha to Unzanza to Ototo. Yes. Love. 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 Okay, so yes. I just <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I should let you finish your highlights right now. But you know, and I'm just like coming because everything that keeps bothering me, or like not bothering, but like goes on in my mind. You know, talking about Irasta, Ashake, everything mm-hmm. is Afrobeats right now, and I feel like we've talked about it before. But even over the past couple of months, it feels like there has been like you know with uh what 
Black Panther that's coming out now and the Wakanda movie. Mm-hmm. The Wakanda, I was about to say, you know, with Wakanda forever. With Black Panther that's coming out right now, you know, Thames writing Lift Me Up that Rihanna mm-hmm. sang, which mm-hmm. honestly me I love. Like yeah, I sometimes, love it. I, people are clowning it and I'm just yeah. like, this song sometimes beautiful. I just play it because I just want the vibes, like yeah, you, you know just want to hear it. <laughs> yes yes i just want to hear it um but yeah like thames is big big right now shout out to thames she's not in people's mates anymore sorry not at all like thames started and she was just like not started because she's been 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 in the scene but once she blew she was just like my blowing is not even on anybody's level like skyrockets but sometimes i just decide i Anyways, maybe it's just, it's not necessary to be said, but I love the Afrobeats, like, takeover that's happening right now. And then, do you ever feel at some times that you're just like, I also still want it for us? Like, it's just this weird dilemma, because when things get, like, so global, you love it, because these artists have been working for decades, Mm -hmm. decades. Mm -hmm. Like, there's been, you know, there's the Afrobeats documentary on Netflix. Like, you see Mm -hmm. the intentional work that so many people have put in Mm -hmm. for Afrobeats to be mainstream now and like for many of us it's so nice for us to go to clubs and restaurants and malls and hear our music and in taxis and wherever you hear Afrobeats and you're like yes and then at the same time you also want it to still be yours like there was something so nice that Afrobeats also felt very Nigerian and African like it felt like our thing and now it almost feels like it's no longer okay. I feel like I just needed that to be said. Yeah, no, it's it's true. And I feel like maybe we could talk for a few more minutes about yes. this just even in general. But like I feel the same way. I'm like, yeah, I love walking down the streets and hearing like new is kid. But like also like when I'm on TikTok, I'm like, oh it's just everywhere now. It's just everywhere now. And I also don't, I don't love where you can kind of visibly see that it's kind of being used for the fact that it's trendy right now. Yes. Um, even though it is good for the artist, but I'm just like, okay, what happens when you guys no longer think like Afrobeats is cool? Is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, I exactly. don't know. It's just like, exactly. like Brenna Boy didn't say, I need a boat and shy hose. He did not say that. As in, <laughs> as in, uh i know i just i i just want to protect it at all costs essentially because yeah nah afrobeats is is key and it's powerful yeah and i think this is the same that's all i want to tell to you (laughs) the same way people feel about like food you know like even like the jollof rice like Mm -hmm. there was a whole google doodle about jollof rice and like yes i was talking with my partner about it and he was like wait is this just a google okay partner I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, continue. You're talking to your partner and he is like embarrassing for Mufi. This is so embarrassing for her, not even for me. And he was like, Is this a Google Nigeria doodle? And I was like, No, it's global. He's like, wait, let me see this. Mm-hmm. Price is global and while i love it right i also i'm like you can't really control what happens to your cuisine when it gets global like people yeah. are doing all sorts of things to jollof rice and you know what yeah maybe i don't want to see some of them you know like no it's going to be clowned <laughs> it's going to be clowned so anyway just yeah i guess i i hear what I you're think, saying yeah i think it's natural to just be at least for me it's natural to just be um like not trusting of what like capitalism and just like mm-hmm. massness of things like the the impact or like the intention maybe is the word like the intention mm-hmm. behind like people now taking nigerian cuisine nigerian f- music mm-hmm. and other african music and food and stuff like putting it on this global scale because you're like mm-hmm. i know it's because you want to make money off of it not money because off of it yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly anyway it would be cool to hear your thoughts about that as well especially those of you who are nigerian and african and listen to us mm-hmm. um, let's hear your thoughts my last highlight is actually something i just did recently 
Um, okay. Yesterday, my friend's mom took us to this local winery here in Montgomery, Alabama. And the very unique thing about this winery, now I love visiting wineries. That's just the thing I enjoy doing. And I thought this was going to be like my usual, you know, try a different Chardonnay or Cabernet Sauvignon, okay. whatever. But this was a place that specialized in fruit wine. Immediately, I'm skeptical because they have all the fruits in the world. And they're like, we turn these things into wine. We turn blackberries, cherries, plums, mangoes, apples. Like, they have a community, Mofi, and they grow so many different fruits. Like, a bunch of things. I didn't even know you could turn some of these things into wine. But when I tell you that some of these were just so, so, so good, there was probably only one I didn't like that ended up not even being a fruit wine. It was like a honey wine. And I think honey wine like is it's called mead. And I think it's an acquired taste. Mm. Um, I think somebody else might like it. I personally didn't like it. But like the other flavors were so refreshing. They have like a lemonade, like it's like an alcoholic lemonade. You've got to be careful when you drink this stuff because it's so easy to drink. They have an alcoholic sweet tea. They have like a peach wine, an apple wine. It's fantastic. Like I want to tell people to come to Alabama just to visit this winery, but like I'm that's probably not a huge sell. But like if you ever find yourself in Montgomery, Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> come to Lake Point Vineyards or visit Lake Point Vineyards. They also ship like around the country if you live in the US. So you could also okay. try their wines that way. But it's so great. It's just a small winery owned by this guy and his wife. Like I love things like that. They like mm. all of their fruit. They also like donate it to the community. It's so great. Such a great initiative. Love and that. I hope they're in business for a long, long time. I had such a great time um, visiting them. Wow. Now I've been thinking about how Salem can invite me to uh, Montgomery so I can come and taste wine. So Salem, if you're listening any. to this, uh, <laughs> please take my invite. <laughs> She would happily have you. Oh my god, I love my friends being friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm screaming. All right, y'all. Mofi, do you have anything to add before I wrap up the episode? No. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the end of episode one of the farewell season, y'all. We hope you've enjoyed it. We are going to actually try to make not try to make, but these might be longer episodes for the farewell yeah. season. So you're looking at probably hour-long episodes. So, you know, listen to how you want, while you're doing your laundry, driving to see your girlfriend, whatever. Like, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be putting out hour-long episodes for you guys. And we hope you enjoy the, um, we hope you enjoy the episodes. Mofi, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter. I'm a Miss Badmos on Instagram. I'm Miss Badmos as well. And Mofi's Edition. I'm also on TikTok at Mofi's Edition. Wow, you know we've been away for a while because now Mofi's on TikTok. <laughs> now I, I am on TikTok. Very good with y'all. Okay, yes. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm there at T-I-I-E-S-E. Contrary to popular opinion, that is not actually how my name is spelled. It's just spelled with one I. <laughs> so in case you want to reference me, my name is not spelled with two I's. Um, and you can also read my travel blog, Same Footprints. All right, y'all, until next episode, be kind, stay safe, and do not forget to find something to be grateful for. Talk to you soon. Bye.